This is uh, the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Stream every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Fact, I guarantee you someday when I do retire and go away, I don't think I'm going to carry a phone anymore. That'd be amazing. I don't think I will. I just don't like it. Not having a phone with you, what I had when we, I was deployed, is such, it's so beautiful. It is. It's wonderful. But so. you won't ever because you're too scared you're going to miss an emergency call. No, I'm going to get a beeper. Okay, cool. Do they still make beepers? Throwback. Mm, I don't even know if they make those anymore. Could you imagine us trying to beep you and have to put in numbers and stuff? I'd be so annoyed. <laughs> call this number. No, I don't know. It's just there's too much. The thing that I really hate the most about having a phone is the second you use it one time to purchase something, or your phone, I mean, on the Internet, all I get now are um, people asking me for money for their business. They, come and buy our this. Come and buy our that. Yeah. I told you, I bought that book that a friend of mine's wife wrote. Yeah, yeah, that was it's sex about one. The sex one. Every day I get nothing but F me today. It's like, thanks. Hey, thanks Tommy, lot. you want some extra loving tonight? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly I was, is that it. not a good that was a sexual really good line? Yeah. Hey, hey what do you think, Tom? Can I come over? Can I touch your crotch? <laughs> Right behind my bunghole, uh, just <laughs> like President away. LBJ, <laughs> that's where it'll be. To, uh, to answer your question, Tom, two yes. million pagers still in service in the United States. Two million? Do you mm-hmm. have to do a monthly fee for those? Yeah. Yeah, so there is a website called pagersdirect.net, which is one of the leading pager services in uh, the United States. What's the monthly plan on that, you think? I don't know. 20 bucks, maybe? Okay. God, it'd be great again. I know. I feel like everybody's at like a hundred. We like hundred bucks a, mo- a month for cell phones. It's something crazy. It feels crazy. Mine's three hundred. Whoa! But you have more people on your three hundred dollars. Not just for you though. No, it's just for one line. That's you, all Catherine, to and it. Jude, all of a phone. Giovanni Rabisi. Somebody texted and said, "You know, we're talking about favorite actors." Mm-hmm. Giovanni Rabisi is really good. I don't even know who that is. Oh yeah, you do. You'd know him if you saw yeah, him. Yeah, you totally would. You absolutely would know him if you saw him. Oh yeah, really he's great. great. He's terrific. Oh, he's so good. Okay, let me see if I got any filthy stuff that I could read through here so oh, far. Nothing. I just cleaned it out a while ago, though, so, so I Let's get an insight into your dirty, dirty inbox. Oh, here's some. Okay, so I got uh, Major League Baseball, Isagenics, Southwest Airlines, and Facebook, Happy Birthday, Karen. So all I get are ads. That's all I ever get, and it's driving me. I hate it. It's very intrusive, I think. You find it intrusive. Mm-hmm. If you look through uh, right now, if you look in a, the through the inbox of any guy over the age of 37, you would think everyone has erectile dysfunction. Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt about it. Mine, too. Look, Google's convinced I also have ED. ED? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on that. Yeah, it's, I do have a hard time getting it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, for Christ's sake. Really? Oh, my God. There just went I've had almost no things. movement down there in 36 years. Uh, first service, complete vision. I should get my eyes worked on. Uh, there's Go to your spam. Go to your spam. Deal. Let's see your spam. On, on which one? Gmail. On Gmail? Yeah, I'll go, go to go my spam. Up to the top. Okay, my spam has nothing in it. Oh. Nothing. Right. Mm. I don't know. See that right there, spam? I got 86 for a spam. Well, I clean mine out every day, though. I will say, your inbox is very, very tidy. Oh, mine? Yeah, yours. 
How do you know that? Well, because when I have to go in there and help you out with like getting the streamer oh, yeah, and stuff, yeah. I oh, see yeah. that your inbox, because I'll send you the email, and then you'll open your inbox, and the only email in there is the one that I just sent. Yeah, I cannot put up with all that garbage on my phone. Man. I just can't do it. I'm, okay, well, this is going to give you anxiety. Cause oh, don't. Because right, you have like 100 well, or something? I just deleted and then reset my Gmail, and right now I have 7,856 unread <laughs> messages. <laughs> In our work email, I have 156 unread messages. You're a monster. Yeah, I, but a monster. yep. I have zero in my work, 23 in my Gmail. That you're a monster, and I will clean mine out by the end of the day. Yeah, mm. yeah. You and my sister. There. Every time I see a thousand plus on your little icons, your little you know badges or whatever, yeah. makes me anxious. Yeah. Well, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if I walk into someone's house and I just see like a pile of envelopes that should have been thrown out three weeks ago, I'm like, that person's got a clogged inbox. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, about absolutely. It. No question. Mm -hmm. uh, back to the story. Here are some tips to help you stop reaching for your phone the moment you wake up. Use an alarm clock that isn't your phone. Keep your phone. I have. I never ever use an alarm clock. Never. That you guys blows my mind. You guys have, yeah, use one? Yeah, every day. The true story, and I'm, I don't know why it's true, but when I tell myself, you have to get up tomorrow at this time, it will be within 10 minutes of that that I wake up. The whole time it's I was really on the, weird. The whole time I was on the morning show with you, I showed up late one time, and you was so blew your mind. You said, I don't understand. I go, I set my alarm wrong. It was just stupid, whatever. And you were like, I don't understand. You, you just could not fathom the idea that I just didn't wake up. Like, I know, that's like true. a weird vampire floating from my bed at that time. Like, that's crazy. And then you said, Tom, you're mentally ill. That's why you woke up. <laughs> that's, I remember you saying that. Yeah, probably. Now, I don't know what the hell that is. I, 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 I think maybe it's, and Rudy, this is something you probably would understand. Is it part of me always being on the alert? From the time I was a little kid. Yeah, a little bit of anxiety I that runs it, through you yeah, a little bit. Yep. Sure. Yeah, that's, absolutely. I Rudy, would almost guarantee that's what it is. If you didn't set your alarm, how many times a day, how many times would you wake up at night if you didn't set it? Like if you were like told, I'm going to try to just wake up on my own. Because I would wake up about 45 times going, is it time? I, if I don't um, set my alarm, that yeah. would be terrifying to me. Yeah, I set the alarm, but I never wake up to it. You wake right. up before it? I always wake up about seven yep. minutes before it, yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people you guys. like that. <clears throat> it all works. Well, you're the stiff in the group. I Let's know. point that out, I'm shall we? I'm fine with that. You're a disaster. I've got Edie and I'm stiff. It's all very confusing. <laughs> okay, so here you go. Do you ever get stuck in bed the morning mindlessly scrolling your phone? No, I do not. Ever. Yes, yes. Never. That happens to me. Here are four tips that could help you break that habit. Use an alarm clock that isn't your phone. You'd be way less tempted to start scrolling as soon as you wake up if you don't use your phone as your alarm. I never have done that in my life. Keep your phone in another room at night, or at the very least, keep it on the other side of the room instead of... That's what I do, is keep it on the other side of the room. That's smart. Start a different morning ritual, something like making yourself a cup of coffee or tea, right? Well, again, this show changed my life completely, because I used to have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. And now I don't have to get up until about uh, 5.45. I suppose it could be 6, too. But 5.45 is about when I wake up, so... I mean, that difference of a couple of hours is huge. Mm -hmm. It's so huge. Because especially if you start doing the countdown eight hours prior, yeah. going to bed around 10 is a lot different than going around around eight. Uh, no doubt about it. Especially with a baby in the house. Yeah, I know. Man. 
Yeah, uh, set up app restrictions uh, for the AM hours. You're just not that confident in your own willpower, but uh, both Android and iPhones have settings. You can set the limit access to certain apps at designated times each day. So once again, all we have, every story we read is how uh, so artificial intelligence, social media, all that stuff is basically ruining our lives. I mean, mm-hmm. look at this. It's just, it's not good for us to have all that stuff. If you have to start working out in your head, oh, I got to do this, that, or the other thing, and I got to make sure my app is this, and my, I don't, I got a little alarm clock. It's a radio alarm clock. Mm-hmm. If I ever needed it, I could turn that on. I just think this stuff has gotten way too intrusive, don't you? It is true, man. I, I'm not so bad at when I wake up in the morning jumping on my phone. Like, I'll look quickly for emails and texts and then live my life. But, man, the big one I come into is, like, when I go lay down and I want to go to bed by, let's say, 1030. And I find myself scrolling and scro- And I go, what am I doing? All of a sudden, it's 1130. And I yeah. don't even know how that happened. Okay, question I have for both of you and all our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, how can I put this without... <laughs> Sound really bad, but I, I just no. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll work through it in my head, and you I'll can ask. It's okay. No, I, I got to work it out properly. Just make sure I ask it in the right way. But I just we won't get bummed. Seriously, I just don't. You can't allow this these laptops and phones and this to ruin your and rule not ruin but rule your life. Yeah, because man, that's everybody now. People walking down the street, they cannot stop looking at their phone. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? You know how easy it is to rob you when you're doing that? I think you're so right. I I think that right now that is a big epidemic in my life. And I realized it yeah. when she was about, when Gogo was about six months, she was sitting there playing, being cute. And I found myself, I was like watching a video of another baby on my phone. And I was like, what the hell is mm. going on? And that's where I go, okay. When I'm around GoGo, I gotta put my phone somewhere yeah, else. Absolutely. Because it's a mindless thing. It's like you're not yep. trying to intentionally do it, but it's like I don't want her whole life to be looking at the back of my phone when mom's around. So it's like it was I like kind of hit me like a, a thing of bricks where I'm like, all right, I have to be intentional about being present. And it's hard. It's hard to make that switch when you've kind of relied on your phone for any entertainment. So yeah, it's it's not as easy as I thought it was gonna be. You're fine, though. I'm going to be. Okay. Uh, Brittany has kept this up on my screen now, or go-tos, for about uh, seven or eight days now. Mm -hmm. A week from today, what's happening, uh, Brittany? Cinco de Mayo. And where are they having a big celebration, Brittany? Down the street at Rojo. (laughs) She's all excited (laughs) about Cinco de Mayo at Rojo down the street here. They're closing the street. Uh, no, I know. It's, no. it's a huge, big event. It is a huge deal. I saw it and I was like, okay, we're all going to be around on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Rojo's down the street. They're going to close you it up. You want to have lunch? On the I road. would love. Get Catherine to come down, maybe Alex. That'd be all super fun. Yeah, we, no, a week from today is uh, Cinco de Mayo, the 5th of May. And Rojo is a really, really good restaurant right down the street. A lot of good restaurants around here. Can you tell I've been I've been keeping that up for I think two weeks. I think it's been two weeks. She's kept that up. <laughs> Tom, Rojo, 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 Rojo. I got it, sister. That would be so fun. Oh yeah, it would be. Well, like I said, if you want to have, I, I you know we get off at ten o'clock. We hang out for an hour, hour and a half. Go over there and have a little lunch. Steve. I say we do it. Get Catherine down here. Everybody down here. Will your husband still be gone? 
No. Oh, he'll be back. He's gone for the weekend. Oh, There's the weekend. no way he okay. could, my husband and the baby could leave for more than two days. I'm, I'm going to be a wreck even then. But um, no, I, I'll i start looking into a babysitter. Or maybe right. I'll bring her. Right. Who knows? Well, Cinco de Mayo. I would bring uh, Ethan, but he would do nothing but put his arms up so I could pick him up. Yeah. He and, loves doing that. And he's the one. He's go, go, go. He's at that age where it's like oh. having him on a restaurant or a plane sounds terrible. <laughs> terrible idea. You're right. We have to take a break because Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert, will join us right after this in the Tom Bernard Show. The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, my pillow towel sheets and so much more call 800-516-5146 use promo code tom or go to mypillow.com make sure you use the promo code tom when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Nothing but praise from management. What a pain in the ass he is to work with. But other than that. But other than that. 
Ladies and gentlemen, a little weather before we get to Chris Eggert. Showery and chilly. Showers tapering toward evening with a high of 51. Tonight, cloudy and breezy, a low of 38. For Saturday, mostly cloudy, scattered showers, a high of 51. And Sunday, it still sucks. Very windy, chilly, scattered showers, a high of 49. It'll be nice again starting next Tuesday. It is rainy in some areas, 47 degrees right now. Uh, Maybe it's popped up even a little bit from there, but uh, I don't know. It's 48. Weather sucks here, Chris. What? No, you're where, where are you in Alaska? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Where, where, where are you standing right now? What is that behind you? Is that a I'm Mexico at, side? I'm at Vickers. I am standing in Duluth on the shore of beautiful Lake Superior. And if you think it's cold where y'all are at, <laughs> you ain't seen nothing. Chris, it's so cute. You have a little red nose and red cheeks. Because it's freaking cold out, man. You look adorable. <laughs> One thing I will tell you for people, and if you've never experienced experiences, you got to do it. There's a great golf course in Duluth called, I think it's Northland Country Club. Really, really nice place, right? And some of the holes are up on top of the hill, uh-huh. and some are down by the shoreline. Uh-huh. And as you go from the top of the hill, and the top of the hill will be like 77 degrees. By the time you get on the cart and go to the bottom of the hill, it's about 37 degrees. Oh, dressed like, in layers. <laughs> Honest to God, it got, going down from that elevation in, and closer to the sun by 50 feet. Wild. I a, my God, it gets cold going down that hill. Yeah, so, there were a couple times this um, winter when we checked in with our the meteorologist up here at WDIO, which is our sister sure, station yep. in Duluth. And um, it was like, completely different weather up on the hill up by the anger tower yes than what they had down here like i don't remember if, if it was it was like snowing two feet of snow up there and nothing down here or the other way around but it's just crazy how much you know that that much difference can can change the climate as far as what's impacting people it, it's it's weird no no doubt about that whatsoever but i will tell you i love duluth matter of fact we're going to take a vacation our july vacation this year for the fourth july is going to be in duluth we're going to Grand Marais and then coming back to Duluth and meeting the family in Duluth. So I'm nice. I love that play. I love Duluth. Absolutely. Uh, Rudy, Brittany, you guys, uh, you, you got any Duluth stuff? Yeah. Well, I went Duluth to I, I went to UMD for a year and a half. I didn't know that. And I oh. had a good time. I love mm-hmm. yeah. that place. Uh, I would say I know Chris. I know you're a beer guy, so go check out Ursa Minor Brewing. It's over on. Okay. It's in the west side of Duluth, I believe, kind of not too far from Denfeld area. But it is. It's yeah. one of the best beers, some of the best beers I've ever had. I can't give any recommendations since most of the time we are in unfinished basements. But if you do go to an unfinished <laughs> basement, watch out. The stairs are rickety, and you will fall. There so. you go. <laughs> okay, God, that's mm-hmm. good advice. Good all advice. Right. It's all no, right. I'm at, we're we're at Fickers. We're going to be here for the um, Minnesota Live at nine o'clock, and. Uh, I mean, you, everyone, you can kind of see the smokestack in the um, water tower in the background. It's kind of an iconic spot. I don't know what, whether their beer's any good, but I, I aim to find out by the end of the day today. Really, do you? <laughs> I got to be honest with you, Chris, and I'm not kidding, because you know, all those stations up there were part of my territory when I was at Capitol Records. Yep. So I used to go up there all the time. I don't know if there's a city I like to drink more in than Duluth. <laughs> it was so much fun to drink up there. It was sure. unbelievable. God, it was. It kind of, it kind of feels like you have to. I don't. Yeah. I really I, know why, okay, but. so we thought his nose was all red. 
because of the cold weather, but now I'm starting to second guess it. Gin blossoms. Yeah, well, I mean, if I don't have them yet, they're coming. There's no doubt about that. Now, Somehow great. I've been able to fight them off for this long. Have you ever eaten at Valentini's up there? Uh-uh. Great Italian restaurant, Valentini. Well, yeah, I don't know if you know David Valentini, but it's, I believe it's his sister or his cousin or somebody. But really good Italian place. Really good. They've got quite a scene. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's a food scene. It's a, yep. a, a ton of hotels, really cool historic places. I feel like everything here must be haunted. Yes, I would think it, it, it probably is, especially that. Right? Like, the Congdon Mansion, that's probably haunted, Glen don't you think? Glen too. Glen Sheen. Glen Sheen. That's yep, right. Yep. Uh, have you guys ever done the Glen Sheen tour? I thought that yep. was pretty fun. We did it a number of years ago. I have a question for you. Because yeah. you're how t- What are you, like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, something like that? Four. But oh, you're 6'4". Six, four. Six, yeah. four. Oh, that's right. I asked yeah. you that the other day. Yeah. How did you get through any of the doors at the Glen Sheen Mansion? Because they're all about five and a half feet at, to the top. Yeah, it, it is pretty <laughs> it's weird. Like, it, it's, it's funny when you're in older places like that to like see yes. how the scale of like humans has, has changed, <laughs> it's right? It's true. That place. Yeah. There's no way you could get through those doors without ducking. Because I have you're to like duck. A, you're like, was everybody here five foot six? No offense, really. <laughs> Oh, God. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how I want my mansion built, with doorways I can get through. I don't feel like a munchkin. (laughs) You're the only one that can get through them. That'd be fantastic. Uh, Rudy, by the way, congratulations on the Corolla thing. That's pretty cool. That is great. Yeah, thank you, man. Great guy, too. Adam Corolla's a very nice man. Mm -hmm. No doubt. So life should be. Uh, one thing I will tell you, and you know this, Rudy, that Radom Carolla over the years has helped out a lot of people that you've never heard about, um, that, that he helped them. Oh, uh, one of the things Amazing. about him is that uh, he is so giving of his time. I, and, and just and when people ask, because I have done some work for Adam in the past, and everyone's like, well, is, is he kind of like a curmudgeon? I'm like, I go stranded in Los Angeles on Father's Day. I had nowhere to go. I had just returned my, my rental car. Right. My, there was no flights to get back to Minneapolis because my flight got canceled. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. So I just rang his people up, and they were like, hey, uh, Adam said you can go stay at his beach house in Malibu. So I just went out to his beach house and stayed by, you know, by myself, uh, hanging out at the beach, just because I had nowhere to go. And he's like, "Dude, just yeah, go stay there. It's totally okay. Don't worry oh about it." Oh my god! Yeah, wow. super nice guy. Absolutely, one of the best. Yes, for sure. No, it did turn out that it was a standalone toilet. But yeah, you know, it was a porta potty, but porta potty. Yeah, <laughs> but it had like all great man show memorabilia in it, so it was totally <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, exactly. No, he is just a That's great, guy. Mm-hmm. great man. So, uh, what what is the temperature up there? Uh, I think it's like 38 when I saw, which isn't terrible. I mean, for Duluth. Yesterday, yeah. I went and I, I got on one of those little scooters, motorized scooters you can rent. Yes. And I rented that thing and went and scootered around. And I thought it was warmer than it was until I was on a scooter in a pair of shorts. And then the oh. next thing I know, my hands are purple. And so that lake, that lake, man, she's a cold one. The lake is, have you ever taken a swim in, the, in Lake Superior? Negative. I did one time, and it is cold. Mm-hmm. Woo, is that good? But it's all rocky. It's a rocky bottom, so yeah. it's kind of cool to walk on because it's, you know, it's not like rocky in a way like sharp rocks. No, it's all these very smooth rocks. It's kind of a cool feeling, actually. I think what they say, the average temperature of uh, Lake Superior is like 40 degrees year-round. <laughs> oh, man. That is cold. Woo. I think, I think actually, um, 
I'm up here with the people from Twin Cities Live. So Ben Lieber from Twin Cities Live. Good guy. Uh, and and um, he's apparently going swimming in Lake Superior this morning with Duluth's mayor. Oh, he is. Yeah. Well, he's no, got thanks. enough. He's got enough muscle to cover it up. He's oh, fine. I just, well, I mean, it does uh, seem kind of like a ploy to get him to get his shirt off. Yeah, right? no <laughs> doubt about it. No question. Uh, Nobody's asking. Nobody's asking old Stumpy here to take his shirt off and take his <laughs> swim in Lake Superior. I'd watch you both swim. Why not? And hold hands. I'd be into that. It's uh, not fun going in the water when you don't have a leg because I, like, fall over. I can't oh, I stand bet. up. I suppose, so, yeah. The first time I went, I, it was, like, right after my surgery, maybe two or three months. It was, like, my first trip out of town, and we went down to – we were in Gulf Shores, and – um I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be so great to go in the water. And, like, I had to have my son, like, roll me in there like a freaking whale. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> it was bonding. I met your son oh my at a God. kick out of that. Um, by the way, I think they're taking the trash out behind you. Yeah, they're, they're, back, <laughs> they're backing up the trash truck. Yeah. Dude, literally, when you're showing us the smokestack, there's these big trash bins right next He's to you. He's walking away from it now. <laughs> Just a professional. What the hell is going on beep, back here? Beep, yeah, beep, yeah. Beep. Well, Ooh, was, what a view that is you're giving us right now. I that's know, beautiful. it is beautiful. Oh, what that. a gorgeous view. Oh, man, that's beautiful. Love that place. They also this give world. you some nice jackets for your... Uh, uh, we, I want some of those coats they give you. You know what's funny? I, I donate about... That didn't work. I donate a couple <laughs> of these like every two... God dang it. Run! Run, Chris! Run from them! I can't run, Brittany. I don't have a goddamn leg. Okay. I know that's not true. <laughs> oh, this is the best. Look at that cool. Look at that cool. Dude. He's, he's literally following you around. He's following you with the trash He's truck. a big fan. He must be listening. This hey, is like sir, the give, weird... us a, give us a quick honk if you're listening, right? sir. Yeah. This is the weirdest reality right. show I've ever watched. I am so into right. it. Oh, look at that over there. You can kind of see the... Oh, beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It is beautiful. We uh... Love it. Yeah. Does Channel 5 know you're hanging out at Wabasha Books? Yeah. What about that? <laughs> you guys ever been up to Wabasha Books? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I feel like there's a story there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up. Look it up. Not on a company computer, but look it up one day. You donate oh. You donate those coats? I bet you people are so excited, like, if, if they're at, like, Goodwill to buy... A Channel 5 news coat. Well, it's also like you think some guy's going to show up at a crime scene with a, like a Channel 5 coat. <laughs> Can I get one? One day. If you, if you, <laughs> I'm good. Can I please? Next time you donate one, can I have it? Absolutely. Because yes. they like get they get new logos like every two years. And yes. so you can't wear the old logo. And that would be a faux pas. Yes. A faux pas. Pardon me. Yes, well, I have to. It's a faux pas, man. Okay, so go to Valentini's for dinner. There's also a place right on the lake. It's on the second floor, kind of mid. It's not right by Fitgers, but it's not that far either. Can't remember the name of it. God, is it? A lot of really good restaurants in Duluth. A lot of them. What did I? I read like 400 restaurants or something. They got it. They got a. They got a booming scene for a city of 90,000 people, right? They really do. There's no question about it. And it was the home of Chun King Chow Mein for a long time. So that's good enough for me. Oh, oh man, those water chestnuts! I can feel them. I'm I can telling feel you. Feel them 
crunching in my mouth. I'm here to tell you. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Chris knows exactly what I mean. The crunchy water chestnuts. Mm-hmm. Or what is are. a water chestnut? I don't, I don't think I've <laughs> ever had a water chestnut except for in Chongqing. You're it's so true. right. And I don't know what they look like whole because I've only seen them sliced. So, like, what are we dealing with originally? Can't be. Yeah, I don't want to. I actually don't even want to think about it. They're gross. They're weird. Do you think that their competitor would be allowed to run their their jingle now? East meets West. LaJoy makes Chinese food. <laughs> what that was ro- their jingle. You, things stick in your brain at a level. That was their jingle. I That's funny. That. I forgot about that. That's true. Hey, Tom, are you talking about the uh, restaurant Zeitgeist? Zeitgeist is really good, too. Yeah. That's another one mm-hmm. really good. But that's not the one I was talking about, mm. but that Ed is really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so many great things. up. And, and like I said, you take a, ride, a drive from where you are to Two Harbors, that scenery is unbelievably beautiful. And all the, the rivers are really raging right now because oh, of sure. the snow they've had. So there's a lot of, like, really pretty water features that are going on up there, too, which is cool. But I don't, I don't suppose I'll have time to drive up there because i got to be – back on the tube at three o'clock today. So you do. But you know, you look at that again and and it's not just because I was born here and I'm just going on and on and on. You go all the way from the Southern border, Western border, Eastern border, all the way to Canada. There are so many great places like the Red Wings and Duluth and Mankato's and you know, you go out West to all the great spots. There's a lot of beautiful spots to go to in in, uh, in, uh, Minnesota. Oh, for sure. It's such a, the geology is so different it is. all over the yep. place, which is, uh, although, you know, I think Western Minnesota kind of gets a little bit of a, a raw deal out of that. Although yeah, probably. I love, I love Laverne and Pipestone and there's beauty in grasslands too, right? Like it's, it's not all, there's, there's beauty in nothingness. No, you're absolutely right. That drive out to South Dakota, as a matter of fact, from, from Minneapolis, St. Paul, if you, if you go the right way, it is stunningly beautiful. Pretty much the whole thing. For sure. Way. It is. But but if you go on I ninety, it is not stunning. <laughs> it's a lot of traffic going right along the southern border. Stunningly boring. Uh, if you take I I suppose that's true. There's no question about it. But you're gonna have such a good time. So you, what time you get off today at three o'clock? You get off three uh, thirty. Well, I get to do the the Minnesota Live from nine to ten, and then um, we got to go shoot some stuff, I think, and then back from three to four thirty, and then. I'm not sure if I'm going to stay up here tonight or no, so I might drive back. I'm not sure. Oh, your family's not with you? No, they're at school and work. No, I suppose that's true. This is a purely work trip. Okay, if you're listening, how many kids do you have? Two. How old are they? Uh, 17 and 15. Okay. Uh, if Dad doesn't make it home by six, he's upstairs, uh, up in Duluth, boozing it up. So I'm just warning you. Up yeah, front. he's at Grandma's having a picture of Long Island. <laughs> That's where he's he at. Wabash Shop. Yeah. Oh, Wabash That's an, We should do a show someday from Wabash That that Eagle Center they have. You ever been to the Eagle Center in Wabash? The birds. We've had them on the show a ton of times. Oh it's like a super God. cool place. What's so cool about that place is they have, well, when I was there, there were four eagles that were injured. So they were in the actual habitat of the Wabasha, that building there. And one of the walls is all glass from top to bottom, side to side. And what's really weird is they keep those four eagles there so they can kind of look outside. They can't fly anymore, so whatever. But the cool thing is, as you're standing there looking at them, you look out. And see other eagles flying by, looking in at them. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing in there, idiot? It's phenomenal. They fly like, by because they're like, "What the hell is it? Why are you in there?" 
Soccer, you punk ass. Are <laughs> there jelly? Maybe they're like, that's the life. Oh, that's my retirement plan. Probably warmer in there <laughs> in the right. winter. Right. Nah, what a. It's so great. I'm glad you're up there. So you haven't decided if you're going to come back or not yet, huh? Nah, I don't know. I suppose it depends what my family goes on has going on. But again, 17 and 15 usually doesn't involve mom and dad anyway. So yeah, you're probably I right. Just, I may just stay up here and make a weekend of it. Okay, if I call you, answer your phone like this. Just make a drinking sound. All right. I had the opportunity to really kind of tie it on last night, and I didn't do it. I feel like maybe I should have done that. What a professional. This is not a whole lot like uh, back in the old days when TV anchors would call into radio stations. They would never mention the guy. I might just stay up here and get drunk. I know. Chris, (laughs) you are unlike so many TV people, and the level that I adore it is epic. You are. uh, You are. We're on the internet, so I feel like I can be a little more edgy. It's a safe space. Mm -hmm. No, this doesn't go anywhere. No one hears this. Don't worry. And well, by the I know way, lots of people here. Oh, like oh, my oops, my bad. <laughs> there you go. Well, I, I'm looking at four pictures right now. One of them is me. Then there's Brittany. There's Rudy, and there's you. Uh, if I, they ever send us like big prizes of like cases of booze, you get it all. Do you know that? How so? Well, because Brittany and I don't drink at all. Rudy, you don't drink much Rudy? either. You're not a big drinker. Rudy drinks. Yeah, I'm a bit of a boozer. Oh, you yeah. still booze yeah. it up enough? Yeah, yeah. Rudy's a, a drinker. Yeah. So between the two of you, you each get six bottles of booze, so that'll be good. All right. Sweet. Uh, that, uh, I can accept that. Yeah. You know what? I gotta. I should invite you guys. Well, I'm going to invite you guys over to, as soon as it warms up to just we're going to do a grill-out deal with all my neighbors, and I'd love you all to come because I've got a wine cellar that nobody ever uses anymore. You just go through and look at all that wine and go, that's the one I want right there. I'm not much of a connoisseur of wine, but I'm guaranteeing there'll be something down there that will work out just fine. (laughs) We've had a lot of listeners write in about their first drinking experiences in Duluth, and uh, people are really excited for you. Trevor wrote in and said, I got my first underage in Duluth visiting my friends that went to college up there. Great times. Great times. A lot of people are very passionate about you boozing it up in Duluth, so don't disappoint us, Chris. Is is UMD a big party school, Brittany? I'm not oh. all that, that I thought it was, but <laughs> oh, oh, we had so oh. much fun. And it was like it was so different. So I had so many friends because I grew up around here in the cities and they, we'd come we'd go visit St. Thomas, you'd have to get dressed up. But in Duluth, it was socially acceptable to wear sweatpants to a party and you would just dance uncontrollably <laughs> in this terrible basement that I'm sure had asbestos and mold and like because it was always cold. And so we, it was just low maintenance, so much fun. Love it. I love it. It was love epic. It. All right, Pally, we'll head to the bar. I think they just, it's 840, so it'll open in 20 minutes. I think we're having Bloody Mary's at like 935 for the show. So. <laughs> nice. It's All right, research. research. It's research. He <laughs> right, it's, re- it's re- He's right. It's research. The things you do for us, Chris. No question. That's right. No All right, you guys, have a good weekend. Thanks Bye. a lot, Chris. Great Bye. weekend. Straight ahead, ladies and gentlemen. Love working with that guy. He's so funny. He's wonderful. And you hit the nail on the head, Wan, because a lot of times when we have TV people on, they're very buttoned up, and they have, um, they have, they've been told that there's like a reputation they have to hold, and they can't talk. He is so fun and doesn't 
doesn't do any of well, that. But Don Shelby doesn't do that. No, but Frank do you think Vassalero doesn't do it either? No, but they're both. Well, yeah, I don't know. But a lot of times I work with TV people and they're lovely, but they'll have more of like a, I don't want to tell all the secrets or I don't mm-hmm. want to go into that or you know they have kind of decorum that wouldn't, I wouldn't. They wouldn't hang out with me then. They wouldn't hang out with me yeah, either. The people that hang out with me are people like Shelby and Vassalero and Chris. Yes, that don't take themselves that seriously. Maybe it's exactly. new news people. Maybe that's the thing. Is maybe when you first get into news, yeah, you kind of have like a brand and you want to be perceived a certain way. We never have that talk in radio. Nobody's like, hey, keep a certain – like nobody cares what we say. No. And, but news, I feel like maybe that when you first start news – I'd love to hear, no, if like when you first start news, if they tell you, hey, you're a brand, you can't be – to say your opinion too yeah, much. But I love Chris Egger is hilarious. That guy is he so is a, funny. Really, and honestly, I love the. I hate swimming because I don't have a leg. Oh, when I told him to run, and he goes, "I can't. I only have one leg." Oh, he's so funny. He's a great guy. Wonderful guy to work with. There's no question about that. I'm I'm a little hell bent now, uh, Tom. So Va Benet, is that the Italian restaurant you were talking about? Oh, you so you're. I've been researching them because now I need to no, know. No, Valentini is the, rest, the Italian restaurant. The other place is kind of like, and I'm trying to remember what the hell it even is. It's just, I remember it's really good. And you sit up on this, there's like a deck out front you can get on on the second floor. There's in the indoor and you look right out over the lake. It's just magnificent. Yeah, because that's the one I'm looking, because I've been to this one before. but so I've Maybe never, it is. Yeah, so it's got, like a, it's got like a deck outside and then you can yep. sit on like an indoor place and it looks out over the lake. Maybe and, that is it then. Yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's Duluth is a great town, a really. And again, when we go up there, the, the two grandkids, Alex's kids already asked, are we going to the rotating restaurant at the Radisson? Right. <laughs> they just mm. love that rotating restaurant. Um, Jill wrote in, and I didn't know this. Uh, she wrote, she also loves Duluth, and she was reminiscing about terrible memories that neither of us can remember. But she wrote, St. Scholastica is a wet campus, and they had a kegger in the oh, gym. Sure. And as long as you were 21, it was okay to drink on campus. Really? Yeah, and what a big thing in Duluth when I was going there was on Sundays, we would just... Just drive right over that bridge. Right over the border, baby. And head on over to Wisconsin. (laughs) And um, I had a fake, but you barely needed one in most of those. I mean, Mm. we had so much fun. and It was a blast. And like I said, very low-maintenance fun. It was like nobody was curling their hair. You just showed up and you drank. Yeah. I've told this story many times on the queue, but never on this show. Let's hear it. When I first moved up to work at KNOX. Oh, excuse me, KVOX in Fargo. Okay. I went to KNOX first, then I later on in life went up to KVOX, worked with Bob Denver up there, great guy. But we were having a little uh, little party out there, and there was this long, winding uh, driveway to get back to the radio station. So you can buy fireworks in North Dakota, mm-hmm. but you're not supposed to shoot them off in Minnesota. You say Wisconsin, you mean? You no, 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 Fargo. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm in Fargo. I'm so sorry. Not a problem. You, you, you never pay attention. <laughs> As I'm staring at you, <laughs> taking in every set. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so I'm loading the cannon that we made, a long pipe, and we tie a bunch of uh, bottle rockets together or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And I'd put them in, light them, and it would shoot out the cannon. And, we're, and our chief engineer, Steve Terhar, was up on the tower, and we were trying to hit him of course, with the bottle rocket. Because right? that's the, you're being the worst. One thing I didn't know about that job was there's kickback on oh. loading and firing the cannon. All of a sudden, I looked down, and, and the driveway was about probably 
a third of a mile long, and yeah. here comes the cops. Because you're not supposed to shoot fireworks off in Minnesota. No. So I said, let's just run inside. Don't Act worry casual. About it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, nobody mentioned this to me either. I said, I'll just go to the door and tell them, I don't know what you're talking about, officer. Sir, like, I've never what? seen a fi- How do you pronounce it? Firewalk? Firewalk? <laughs> is that what it is? A walk? So I answered the door, and he goes, you guys... Uh, where are you from? I said, from Minneapolis. He goes, well, then you know you're not supposed to shoot firewalk, fireworks off in Minnesota. I said, well, we weren't. He goes, don't tell me you weren't. Don't lie to me or there's going to be big trouble. You just admit that you did it, and uh, I'll go away, but don't shoot off any more fireworks, and don't lie to me by telling me you didn't do it. I said, okay, officer. <laughs> he goes, okay, I'm leaving. Do yourself a favor and go in the men's room. I said, Okay. I walk in the men's room, look in the mirror. My face is black with gunpowder. <laughs> I mean, I literally look like I had black face. I was going to say, sir, you're either very inappropriate or you've been firing fireworks. <laughs> Which one do you want to fall under? But I suppose behind the cannon, all that stuff would come back. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, it's not like you are Dexter. I'm sure it's all on the driveway. I'm sure it's all over you. I'm sure true. you had a literal trail to your... It's true. Your Oh, uh, everyone's excited saying uh, Pickwick's. Oh, I love Pickwick. In Duluth. Pickwick. Duluth right is really good. Right by Fickers, yeah. Yep. Pickwick's really good. You used to go there all the time with Donnie Hoberg. Do you, you remember Donnie Hoberg? Mm-mm. You don't remember him? He's a, my friend that I, I knew him for years and years and years. Uh, first guy I ever knew that died of AIDS, as a matter of fact. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a tough road to hoe because Donnie was a great guy, but he liked to mess around a little bit. You know what I mean? You're little, yeah. yeah we, oh, my God. I'm getting so many emails about drinking stories in Duluth. <laughs> I, I bet you are. I yeah. just have a quick one because I know we got to go to break. There was We were leaving this big party, and they were walking out of the front door, and there was like a, a, a little gated uh, stairway that when you walk out, and there was a these two guys got in this big fight Ooh. right in front of me. Slugfest? And yes, and I got scared, and I saw that the snow was high enough that I could jump off the gated into the pile of snow. And I thought, you know, I may not have been thinking super clearly. And I thought, perfect. It's only about four feet down. I'll jump into that mound. I don't want to get punched in the face or like hit or whatever. And I was, you know, like, ah, jumped out. All of a sudden, it's a wave bigger fall than I think. And it was like extra boom, boom, boom. It was a big snow fort, and that was the that was the oh top of it. Oh, my God. Fell down into the snow fort. I mean, I was fine. You broke the roof. I broke the roof of their snow fort because, you know, of course I did. I jumped from this thing. Poor kids. But it was no, cause not kids. It was frat boys. <laughs> yeah. They were oh, fine. Frat boys. Never mind. But it was so funny. Everyone was laughing. They're like, is she alive? And, of course, there's this perfect little front door. Crawl out. And I'm thinking, oh, no, they're going to be mad. They're laughing, <laughs> cheering. I run to the streets like a raccoon because I'm, like, scared. They talked about that for years, the time that the girl made this exit that was just beyond epic. And it was just so alarming. But then to see that I wasn't dead and that there was, like, this beautiful end exit, it was the best exit I've ever done. No, it is good that you weren't dead, I think. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. We do have to take a break. Uh, coming right back, the 10 most annoying things neighbors can do now, that's interesting because I always talk about the fact that since we moved three years ago to our new residence, we hang out with all of our neighbors. I mean, going all the way to the end of the block on one side, most on the other side, they couldn't be nicer. So uh, do you have annoying neighbors? Have you ever had an annoying neighbor? I love our neighbors. Yeah? Yeah, I love. We, we have the Goldens next to us. Priscilla watches Go-Go. And then we have the Heller. We, I love our. We live in a cul-de-sac. We've been so lucky. I had no emotional attachment to Eden Prairie, but I love our cul-de-sac, and now I love Eden Prairie. Yeah. Well, you no know, question about that. It just, 
having great neighbors. Did you ever have to go over and knock on a door and tell one of your neighbors, listen, you need to calm the hell down? Did you ever have to do that? When I lived in an apartment, yeah. they had, there was a big, yep. uh, there was this huge noise and it ended up being, they were fighting and they broke their glass table twice. <laughs> Why did they keep buying a glass table was my big question. If you're gonna break it. Yeah, and that was the only time I was like, is move. everything okay? Yeah, it can, that can be weird. And it's always in apartment houses, too. You're right. Yeah. I mean, you live so it close, is. you hear all mm-hmm. the things. but It's true. We shall take that break. Like I said, the 10 most annoying things neighbors can do. I've not looked at this list yet. We'll find out together right after this Tom Bernard Show. Ever heard the expression, go with a leader? Why do people say that? I go with a leader because you don't become one unless you're doing something right. And in the world of auto dealerships, that means you can trust they're treating their customers right their employees right, and must offer value that makes more and more Minnesotans want to come back to do business the right way. The Nissan stores of Walzer Nissan last month were three of the top four leading sellers of Nissans in the entire state. Now, I don't want to say who was number one, because I don't want the guys at Nissan Coon Rapids and Wyzetta to get jealous of Dan Rush in Burnsville. I'm Tom Bernard. My whole family owns and drives Walzer Nissans, and this April you can get 0% financing for 36 months on Rogues and Altimas, plus an additional $500 bonus on any trade-in you make. Even if you have to push it onto the lot, you still get at least 500 bucks on your trade. The leaders of Walzer Nissan Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids do things the right way. The Walzer way. So go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1,000 finance on approved credit. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. God, those days flying by again, man. I know. I'm just telling you. That's all there is to it. Uh, coming up next hour, of course, Phil Mackey and Kent Herbeck will talk to us about 20 after 9. Timmy Lammers at 9.50. Lots of great stuff next hour coming up. The boys talking about the Twins winning a big one again last night. Well, I shouldn't say a big one, a big win, but uh, the team they played is not very good. Kansas City is not good at all. But matter of fact, I don't think there's anybody else in our division that's over 500. I think we're the only team now that's over 500 in, our, in the AL Central. I believe I looked it up the other day because I got tickets to go to the uh, Giants game when oh, they come okay. to town. Yeah, and we were trying to check out standings to see what ticket prices might be when the Giants roll in. And it looks like, uh, yeah, you're right, man. The rest of the, <laughs> the, rest of the, uh, uh, the teams in this division are awful. Yeah, not good. There's no question about that. I'm just going to look at the standings uh, I forgot to put in standings. Tom, you dumb bastard. <coughs> um, talk amongst yourselves for a second, because I do want to get the standings here. Oh, stats? It'll be under stats, wouldn't it? Sure. Yeah. Um, Rudy, you want to hear some more emails? Yeah. I, I see we got a ton that came in. Nope, you're I, out of the mix. Forget it. All right. Never mind. Tom wrote <laughs> in, Brittany, you guys were talking about the extreme weather in Duluth. And I have to tell you about an experience we had in Duluth. While doing a construction project at Duluth International Airport two summer ago, we had temperatures drop 30 degrees in 90 minutes. Oh, yeah. We went from T-shirts to jacket. You always have to pay attention to the wind direction. When the wind's in from the east, it's going to be cold. Keep up the good work. Been listening to Tom every year. He's on the radio. Glad to hear you guys back together. Tom from Sandstone. Nice. My sister used to live in Duluth. She went to St. Scholastica. She worked at a hospital up there. And up on top of the hill, there's an apartment complex. Top of the hill, corner apartment. She had the best view of Lake Superior. And she, we used to walk out onto her deck, like her little patio. Yeah. And there was one time that we were up there in T-shirts and shorts. Yeah. It was, you know, whatever. It was like, you know, probably 68, yeah. 70, something like that. Yeah. We were looking down at the bottom of the hill at like uh, six inches of snow. 
How wild. That is amazing. Like, how is this the same place? Yeah. I know, but uh, how is it that it's almost May and it's 6,000 below? That's what I want. <laughs> we are close to May. It's so blowing my mind a little couple bit. A couple of days. That's all that's left a couple of days for you. Um, I just looked at the standings. I, something that's very interesting. Yes, the Twins are the only team above 500. They're 15 and 11. Cleveland in second place at 12 and 13. But something I did notice, the AL East, not one team in the AL East is under 500. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's amazing. 21 and 5, Tampa Bay, Baltimore 17 and 8, Toronto 16 and 9, New York is 15 and 11, and Boston is is 13 and 13. So not one team in the AL East is under 500. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, and then you look at garbage divisions like the NL West. You got Arizona, the Dodgers, San Diego, San Francisco, and Colorado. Ugh, brutal. Not good. No question about it. All right. So the 10 most annoying things that neighbors can do. Is there something that a neighbor would do to you that you would think was horrible? Oh, we have a horror story that someone wrote in. Margaret. Margaret Margaret. said, I lived on the second floor of three-floor apartment. The neighbors on the first floor would always play depressing country music at very (laughs) high volume. Every Saturday morning from 9.30 to noon. And she said it was not good when I was nursing a hangover in my mid-20s. Oh, God. Can you my bird ear, bird ear, and you're hungover? Yeah. No. Mm -mm. I love that, Margaret. Thank you. No question about it. All right. Well, here's some of the things that they throw out, the the 10 most annoying things neighbors could do. A poll found the most annoying things our neighbors do includes, well, I'm not going to go with the includes. I'll just do the list of things. Should I go... uh, 10 to 1? Yeah, probably 10 to 1. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay. Not picking up your dog's poop when you take them on walks. Yeah, there's no excuse for that at all. That's crazy. So, uh, yeah, annoying. It's beyond annoying. You're just a lazy prick, so get your poop out of my way. Right? I can't imagine the anxiety. The times I have accidentally ran out of bags, because, you know, I used to have three dogs. Right. And if you run out of bags, my biggest trick is if people have, like, newspapers in their driveway is take the bag from there. Yeah, like, what's wrong with that? No, that's what I do. Because if otherwise, you, the idea yeah. of leaving it, yeah. oh, God, yeah. anxiety. No, you're right. Leaving poop behind, I'll never understand it. And people still do it a lot. Although, you know what? People do it more in Florida than they do here. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I have no idea. What the, you find a lot of dog poop on uh, like the little side, not the, right on the sidewalk, but yeah. a little grassier. I don't know what the hell that is. A lot of signs in Richfield, people have the little dog, like the, the little plastic dog that says no pooping. Right. They don't. I'm like, there's a part of me that goes, as a dog owner, obviously it's annoying, but a part of me is like, good, keep them dogs off your lawn. You work hard for that lawn. At the same time, that's like such a wild expectation because they'll have like no pooping, no pee, like they don't want whatever. Like I get that ideally I would have my dogs poop in my own yard, but like also what, how, how am I going to prevent a quick drive-by. Nah, like you pull that dog right by the leash and keep moving. Just stop yes. pooping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep moving, <laughs> sister. Animals poop in people's yards. Take it easy. Letting your place look like crap, that includes not mowing your lawn, is number nine. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could put it. I've never had a neighbor that let us out there, their house go to crap. You ever had to deal with that? No. Oof, yeah. Um, oh, you have? Really? Ugh. Oh, well, that's the one thing. So I guess the people that lived in our house before us, let the yard go crazy. And so to this day, people will come up to Justin. They're like, we just appreciate you. Like they, 
he, I mean, he does a lot, but at the same time, they're just like, oh, the, the level of, of maintenance. You, I'm like, okay, take, he well, mowed the lawn. Like, yeah. yeah, this is a bit too much. Turning your TV up so loud they can hear it. That is the one thing I was talking about, living in an apartment house. You're blasting your TV. I'm sorry. I got to come over and knock on your door. Turn that damn thing down. What are you doing? Oh, do you remember we were in uh, Punta Cana, and one of our listeners was complaining that they were like, I'm not getting any sleep. The person next to me is blaring their TV. And it ended up being Philly Dog. What a shock. <laughs> it ended up being Philly, Philip Wise. Philly, And I that's how you'd go to sleep with a really loud TV. And we found out it was him. And we were dying laughing. Last time I talked to Philly, he was talking about moving to a yeah. warmer climate. What? I, I love Philly. What a uh, great guy. Last time I talked to him, he was talking about moving to Omaha. Oh, well, that, that's where he's from. I know, that's where his family is, but that is not yeah. warmer. Not, well, it's warmer, but it's not warm. Yeah. A good way to put it. Yeah, he was from, uh, um, he's from that, that area growing up as a kid. No doubt about it. Uh, number seven, slamming doors. Yeah, not big enough. Throwing loud parties. Well, wouldn't you warn your neighbors if you're going to have a house party? Hey, it might get a little loud and just let me know. Just That's gonna... the best advice you can give to Wouldn't people. you warn them? Mm-hmm. Walk over to your neighbors. And you know what? Get their number. Say, text me if there's a problem. Yes, exactly. Oh, that, if you can be a little bit, just a little preemptive, right. you can get away with a lot more. Yep. Yeah, letting kids be as noisy as they want. No. Sorry, your kids cannot be as noisy as they want. No. Uh, and this number four only happens if you live next door to Italians. Oh, my God. Lots of shouting or being loud in general. <laughs> Do you, is anybody you know louder than Sansevier? No. I'm hey, a- Tom, how you doing, Tom? I'm like, and settle I- down, Bob. It's not like we're quiet people either. No, it's a, that's We're pointing true. fingers, you know, it's yeah. bad. Good point. That's a good point. Number three, letting dogs bark all day. No, it can't do that either. I'm sorry. That's a rough one. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's hard when you hear, I mean, it, we, uh, it next leveled when you got a napping baby. I'm just like, ugh, ugh, like hits your molars. I suppose. Uh, this next one is the one we just talked about, blasting music. If you're going to blast music, you're going to have to come over and let me know you're going to blast music, right? I can put up with it for a little while, but not all day. Yeah, we had uh, some neighbors that were uh, from Mexico, and mm-hmm. one of their, their daughters was having their quinceanera. Oh, and yeah. They, they hired a live mariachi band, and it was, it was 10.37 at night, and that band was just going strong. And my, my ex, my daughter's mom, was like, you have to go over there and tell them to turn it down. It is so loud. The baby's up. I'm awake. Yep. we got to get some sleep. Yep. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I'll go over there. I'll be the man. I walk over there. I'm like, hey, can you guys possibly turn it down? Like half hour later, I come back with like six Coronas in me. I'm, ah! like, I'm like, they're totally going to well, turn it off in just a minute. Like, they're, they're really nice guys. we got to get to know them better. <laughs> Any minute now. We, like, hey, bring the baby monitor. Let's go. Totally fine. Uh, number one, though, the most annoying thing that your neighbor can do is inappropriate parking, like blocking their driveway. Why would you block anyone's driveway? Why would you ever park in front of someone's driveway? That's insane. It's ridiculous. Driveway? Uh, yeah. Um, but what, uh, how do you guys feel about the sidewalk? No problem. Really? But I lived in Minneapolis. You had to accept it. Yeah. Like, if there, that's where you people parked. And now we have a cul-de-sac, and still people park in front of us, and it kind of, Justin's like, well, I don't really, he doesn't get mad, but he kind of notes it. And I was like, if you lived in Minneapolis, you know, in St. Paul, you accept the fact that people get to park right in front of your house. Yeah, my sister goes all Karen on people when they park in front of her sidewalk, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. especially, I am conscious, though, to not park in front of their, if I can prevent walking in front of, or park in front of their walkway, because sometimes 
older people or if you have stuff, people need that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it just there's, I would never do that to somebody else. Blast music so loud or be screaming in the house. I just don't do that kind of. Well, first of all, it was dangerous to do it where I grew up because, you know, they would mention it to you while pointing a gun at your head. <laughs> so. You know, it's smart to actually to live like everybody has guns. To have that mindset. Yes, I agree. Because I'm, I'm not saying even like locationally where you are, it, there's a good chance people have guns. We've talked about people not, whatever. I tell my husband that all the time. Every time he gets all mad about, you know, tra- some sort of traffic incident, I go, well, you need to start living like people have guns. Just pretend I everyone has a you. gun. It's very smart. I think you're absolutely right on, on the money with that one. Just assume they could do you some real damage and maybe yeah. you'll think through it. Yeah. Right? I think so too. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, this is sad. This makes me sad for whoever owned that company. Two other stores are accepting expired Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. Who? I don't know. Oh, you got some at the house, I mean, you? I might. So Bed Bath & Beyond went under? Yeah, they went bankrupt. Yeah, they went bankrupt. Uh, they're still open, though, some of them, aren't they? Some Bed Bath & Beyonds, I think. Well, I know the one in Bloomington uh, in the strip mall there, kind of by Kohl's, that thing shut down. Oh, it did, okay. Yeah, maybe yeah. they did. Yeah, maybe they all shut down then. Bed Bath & Beyond went bankrupt and stopped accepting those 20% off coupons this week. But if you haven't tossed them yet, two other retailers announced they will accept them. You can use them at Big Lots through May 7th and the Container Store till May 31st. Do we have Big Lots and, and Container here? There is a Container Store in Edina on France Avenue. And I oh, yes. I know where that is. Yeah. 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 And I think there's a Big Lots in like South Bloomington, kind of like uh, 98th in France. It's it way down It feels like it's there. like off the highway you can see all the time, right? No, this one's like Big Lots. It's either that or it's Savers. One of the two that's kind of like oh, yeah. off the beaten path, but it's kind of down by a Cub Foods way like 98th and... Um, there's one in Blaine off the highway. Way. Oh, there is. Okay, yep. But I don't know. There could be more. Big lot. It's kind of a more southern Missouri type of place, I believe. Oh, there. you're right. There is one. Oh, there's one in near Hopkins. Oh. Which one is near Hopkins? Uh, Big Lots. Big Lots, okay. Well, now you can go there to, uh, yeah, the, the 20% off coupon. They'll be worth, uh, it says here, uh, 20% off coupons that people have saved for years would officially expire on Tuesday, so they've been worthless for a few days now, except it turns out they're not worthless. Two major retailers announced they'll be accepting them for a limited time, Big Lots and the Container Store, as we said. Big Lots will take them until May 7th, and you can use them to get 20% off any purchase of 50 bucks or more. Well, so you get something for 40 bucks instead of 50 That's pretty good. Um, but only in person, not online. The Container Store will let you use them to get their 20% off any single item through May 31st. So you got a month for that one. Again, it's an in-store only deal. But, hey, if you can get rid of your 20% off coupons, it's a great thing, isn't it? There you go. Yeah. It would suck if it was very specific. Like, you go to the Container Store, like, I have a coupon for 50% off a set of knives. And they're like, we're a Container Store. We don't own the <laughs> knives. No. Have you... Gone to the container store. I love it. Oh, I do too. Man. Oh, it makes me want to be a better person. It makes me want to be someone I am not. <laughs> I love the container. You, Tom, I don't know if you'd like it. The container store? It's so good. Because of containers? It's like so specific. You go in there, you're like, maybe I do need to organize my toothpicks by size and color. Mm-hmm. Like they make you think that you can be a better person. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.